as like him, my buns make you worried. Basement. I can't see the screen. I love it. Jenny, can you hear it? Welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show. For some reason, my name is John, and I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings-on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. This week, Val might be off recovering from the world's largest square-based event ever in the last calendar year, but Dickie's here to recap it. Prior commitments stopped us from doing a separate video, but we're going to go ankle deep in the water of Danny's hot takes. We have a special Black Friday edition of the eBay Price is Right, and we will get caught up in our listener mailbag because you all complained. And if you enjoy what you see or what you listen to, you can support us by liking or subscribing wherever it will let you. And if you're able to throw a couple of dollars our way by becoming a member on YouTube or commenting below with the answer to this question... Was the Necron Codex an improvement over the Index? Or was it a side grade? Uh, but before we go on, let's meet the team who make it possible. First up, he's the co-host with the co-most. He's our competitive 40K champion all the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Daniel J. McDevitt. J? And then he's the man behind the curtain. He puts the cooch in Kunida. It's superstar producer, Tak Prostuki. The cooch? The cooch. He won't let me say anything stronger. I think stronger. that's demonetized. I think we're demonetized now because yeah, of that. Right. I mean, it's Dang. so close to gooch, John. It's just we might as well have said that. <laughs> we might as well have said it. <laughs> Ten seconds into the show, you already demonetized. <laughs> you've, you've constructively gooched the show, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I can't say he puts the gooch in Canada because that would uh, demonetize an entire nation. Yeah, and we need Dicky to continue to help us uh, week on week out. Uh, like we said, Val off this week, recovering uh, from taking an entire week. And again, maybe this is one of the reasons the the Warhammer Fantasy Battles had to die um, was because after every event, it really just really takes it out of the to to the point where recovery time has got to be a thing. Um, and for some of the larger events, uh, you're missing time off of work. Danny, yeah. uh, does endurance play a large part of fantasy battle? You know, John, the Warhammer refractory period, you know, varies a lot depending on your age. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need a minute after after a tournament before you can get enthused. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say there was a lot of sitting at that event. There wasn't a lot of standing. There's a lot of sitting yeah. and playing. Yeah. Dickie, as a as a coach for Team Canada on the 40K side, how's your team's WRP? Is it, is it a pretty solid percentage or is it is it something that you guys got to work on? something we need to work on for sure yeah it's uh it's on the docket for next week yeah hopefully yeah. it's not drawn uh this week's comment of the week uh is brought to you by our friends at frontline gaming open 24 7 at frontlinegaming.org and all of your gw products is at a discounted rate and even more so they have more on sale today because it's cyber monday apparently um i didn't buy anything this year um i went to buy fast x until my wife reminded me that uh, i already own it digitally and on dvd um but that's okay uh but anyway well, no. this week it's all about uh being <laughs> this week is all about uh, being guilty until proven innocent danny which is hopefully something you can help us with this is a comment from last week's video uh where seth discussed the uh wcw uh, no, Danny, not not Goldberg uh, and his oh, friend Sting in the wrestling, but the World Championships of Warhammer. Um, but he says here, uh, a commenter said, if John was wrong in one match, what proof is it that he didn't misplayed it in other games? Oh, when it was the case of a core stratagem being misused, 
And I don't think these are, are women uh, misplayed and misused. I think this is just spelling errors on the thing. Uh, but Danny, uh, responses, thoughts on that? I mean, is the question whether or not I think John Lennon cheated, like, or something? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't really understand the question. That's fair. It's because so, I didn't ask a very good one. I, I didn't. I didn't oh. think that John misplayed the stratagem. I thought it was there was a movement. It was discrepancy with the movement value between two uh, between two model or one model. Yeah. Uh, well, what it's saying here is if he was wrong in one match, what proof is there that he didn't do it in every other match he's ever played? There's no proof of anything either way. <laughs> Wow. I really so, hate that you added either way because I'm going to be like, Danny definitively said that John Lennon cheats in every game he's a part of. I mean, yeah. clip that. Probably. Most people probably <laughs> cheat in every game they play at Warhammer. Yeah. Um, it's possible. But is it, is it, is this, this seems to me to be, and an again, uh, Torjaski, thank you for, for watching and supporting us. But this seems like a bizarre comment of going back and, and kind of after finding a small mistake, kind of going through the fine tooth comb afterwards to find all of the mistakes. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of thing that losers do, John, is that oh. they go through things like this and like, I don't know. I, I, I think it's silly to like, kind of have to reanalyze every single thing that he's done over the course of an event. Like, if 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 there was if there was a misplay, there was a misplay. We caught it now, okay, but nobody else caught it the entire event, so it must not have been that bad. No, yeah. Uh, but we do invite everyone to subscribe to Art of War's War Room to look at their back catalog uh, of games um, and just really <laughs> just, just go through catch one all of those, of those yeah. to catch out. And I, oh, I think they would man. probably encourage you to do so as well. I, I <laughs> oh, thought yeah. that's probably yeah. <laughs> you they they'd be like yeah, you should definitely like. Subscribe money so that you can try and find us cheating somehow. Yeah. And then what you got to do is to, to make sure you really get it through is get some one-on-one -on -one personal coaching from John uh, for a couple hundred bucks <laughs> and then let him know at that point that you've gone through hundreds of hours of his videos. Yeah. It's a real uh, gotcha journalism there, John. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some state of play. We've got quite a bit to cover in this week. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome to Set of Play, the segment where we catch up with what we've been up to in the Warhammer world in the last week. And this week, uh, Dickie represents the Square Base Mafia uh, of Eastern Canada. And we're going to go over the Necron and Admet Codices, even though I spelt it wrong here, that are available this weekend for pre-order from all good places. Yep. yep. I got it. Boom. Starting off, <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Halfelfinger will want to talk about it more next week. Yeah. Um, but uh, if we just get it all out of the way now, I can't think of a better way to disappoint him than have him come <laughs> on. But yeah, we talked about this already. Uh, it was a lot of fun, man. Look at all those. Look at all those guys having fun, just posing for it's pictures. Uh, honestly, uh, uh, hats off to Val and Peter, uh, who did a fantastic job. So Peter was the TO. Uh, so he was doing all the rules, checking and whatnot. Um, and Val actually just played, uh, and he had a he had a blast. So yeah, it was awesome. a, a ton of ton of fun. The mini wargaming bunker. I slept in the mini wargaming bunker. There's wow. a little bed and breakfast there that you can say uh, they asked you several times. Not <laughs> yeah, they said dead. please leave, and I said no, I'm here. <laughs> uh, no, we stay, we stayed over. I live here now. 
Yeah, we stayed over. Uh, there's there's one room with bunk beds that guys were in. It was really funny oh. to go in. Um, and these are big lads, but everything, everyone fit and no one broke anything. So, yeah. That's impressive. Thumbs up. I want to say, if you guys are, oh, sorry, why don't you go, Danny? Oh, what kind of room was that, Dickie, with bunk beds in it? What was the <clears> theme? That was the, uh, the uh, just the normal troop uh, room, the troop bunker. Uh, so it had like a little last you know, gun on the wall and stuff. It was really the cool. The builds those monks standard issue for <laughs> yeah. Ogrens, apparently. So. Yeah, for really big boys. Uh, <laughs> it, it was so much. Yeah, like, honestly, um, the venue was really great. Um, uh, and definitely want to run some things in the future. I think it can fit up to 36 uh, oh, cool. players. Um, I don't know if you can get any more than that. I, 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 yeah. I may have to ask the, the owner and see if there's any more space that we can open up. But I, yeah, so we can fit uh, a few people in there. But uh, it was a really great venue. So yeah, yeah. GT awesome. After Dark. Um, GT After Dark, after yeah. Dark. We we'll, should we'll run it there. Uh, I think December 25th, I don't see any events on. Um, <laughs> so that should be okay. <laughs> I'm sure they're open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um you mentioned it was uh teoed by pete the falcon yeah he did say on his twitter page what a wonderful time hanging out with 30 folk who cared about the whole world about as much as i did yeah excellent and chaotic games great sportsmanship 10 out of 10 would do it again only negative was the lack of physical bidets which implies uh excess of imaginary bidets yeah that was the big the, the big thing was pete bought a bidet uh wow. when he was there and uh, he was going to transport it back to his home. Um, and he was really excited about installing it in his bathroom. So I don't know what, what Pete has going on up there, but, uh, but all the power to him. Bunch of water, apparently. What, do they not have Amazon? Like, I, I, I guess I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I guess he, that... he was at a box store and he's like, you know what, I need a bidet. And it was right there and he grabbed it. Perfect. Uh, he, he says in this uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battle players are amazing. They just fool sold me on buying a bidet. It is happening. Here we go. Yeah. So imagine being Pete's poor girlfriend. Uh, I was like, how was the Warhammer Fantasy Tournament? Like, honey, I bought a bidet. Bob, well, yeah, <laughs> I learned that I need a cleaner ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, and you played all weekend in this wonderful GT, right, Dickie? I did uh, five rounds. Five rounds Five to rounds. determine the winner. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So for the layman uh, like myself, what is kind of like a standard battle size for fantasy? Uh, how long is kind of each round? The kind of What's kind of the, the mental drain on it? Because I know after, if I'm not playing kind of uh, Unga Bunga style, just push everything forward army, kind of the brain hurts a little bit after 20 minutes. Yeah, I definitely remembered more rules as I went through the event. So and I prob- promptly forgot them uh every day so um <laughs> it's actually like when it comes to like physically moving things you actually move less things in old school fantasy because of the movement trace um so moving things aren't so bad it's just literally remembering the actions like there's a big list of things that you have to get through <laughs> and uh that's the kind of the mental drain part for sure uh but each round was about three hours um so pretty comfy to be honest i think most of my games were completed in full and i was playing skaven so i had quite a lot of models so yeah i felt i felt comfy with the three hour rounds uh what else do you want to know (laughs) i have an open book so what games did you find to be the most difficult which ones were the easiest for you as playing skaven um 
so my mo- my my only loss of the event was um into a warriors of chaos army mm-hmm. um in that game in in fantasy especially eighth edition uh the one up armor save on pretty much all his things uh were a problem uh because most things in in fantasy are only like um armor penetration one or two at the max um three is very rare so even you know minus one on a one-up save they're still saving on twos right so um it was pretty frustrating uh to answer chat i played skaven um it was a lot of it was a lot of fun so yeah so uh warriors of chaos i'll go through so i played um empire first round yeah. Uh, second round, I played uh, ogres, I believe, and then I played high elves, and then um, warriors of chaos, and then corn uh, demons. Okay. It was just very. It was a eclectic group, but actually, there was a ton of Bretonian players that I dodged. Uh, oh wow! Thank, thankfully, so yeah, yeah. All so that's funny. Like none of the Bretonians switched to AOS. They're all like, "No, no, we're just gonna stay. Yeah, we're just gonna stay. <laughs> this is our this is our zone." Yeah. Um, what was what was the meme I saw like making like saying about Warhammer is like they took rats and made them like like mutants and they turned like emotions and made them demon and then take French people like French and turn them into people. And then I have like a picture of the Bretonians. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the event was uh, taken out by Mr. Adam Camilleri, who was playing uh, a really nasty ogre list, actually. So uh, it had nice. some, some uh, man eaters, which is uh, it's not a euphemism. It's uh, That was their name. Uh, so they had uh, pistols. Also a type of spider in Australia, yeah. I think. Really? Man eater. Wow. Um, anyway, he had uh, just big old chunky boys coming at you, and uh, no, it was really good. Adam Adam knows his stuff when it comes yeah. to fantasy. So, can I just say that I can imagine Adam yelling, "Big old chunky boys coming he at did. you!" That's uh, why, ironically, yeah, no, he totally called them big old. Chunky and that boys. was that was the prime decision behind taking that <laughs> army with him was that he yeah. could yell that. You're right. Um, second place was uh, Lord Bla- Blacksell, who was uh, from the UK that flew to Canada to play in this event. Uh, and wow. Adam, Adam obviously flew from Australia to play in this again. So this is a hotly, this is a big yeah. deal. This event, it's uh, a worldwide, worldwide world championships of Warhammer <laughs> fantasy F. And guys, I have to say, uh, I took third place uh, in the event. So I, uh, nice I job, dude. Stuff. Yeah, I was very proud of the- myself. I'm proud of you. Yeah, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, can I say it's very odd that my ca- my face is on camera and I'm trying to push buttons and uh, I like do I look up? Do I? Did you just down? chew yourself, Dicky? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh sorry. Uh, oh, oh, there we go. Uh, there you go. Booing yourself now. Perfect. Of course, everyone knows Dicky has the only soundboard on this show, and everything is is his fault. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure we're going to hear more about that next week uh, when Val fully recovers uh, and rebases himself on, is it 28, 28 mil, something like that? Do you know it's... 
whatever the new whatever yeah well whatever it is i do know that uh, i got sad because i lost some bases for some flayed ones and i found out they were 28 mil and made me sad um but speaking of flayed ones in our transition phrase um or transition phase there are a couple new codexes coming out this week danny Uh, and thanks to our friends at games workshop we got a peek at them um this beautiful asset here is of course original art um but Real quick, because obviously we don't want to go through everything. Codex, Necrons, how is it for you? How does it compare to the Index? What does the future look like for Metal Bros? John, the army is totally different. Um, Like, you have to reread. Almost every single data sheet has had some change in one way or another. Um, So while some of the abilities changed as well, either the unit's context is different because, like, the detachments are different. Um, Like, so... Things that were bad are now good again. Um, so definitely reread any data sheet that you that you knew before for Necrons mm-hmm. to make sure that you notice some of the, like the little changes, like changes to different movement values by one inch, or uh, either faster or slower. Um, changes to the strength of weapons, changes to basic uh, basic abilities they have. So just really pay attention to that. In a broad, super broad strokes, like um, the Warrior Horde, like Silver Tide Army. It's bad. Wow. I got numerous debuffs to that that list, so that list is probably not good anymore. Um, but <clears throat> conversely, things that were not good um, are now a lot better. Like Satan, well, Satan were good. Satan are a lot better with the five up feel no pain overall. Wow. Um, and then some of the detachments are really powerful. The the Canoptic Harvest Fingers. is extremely good. Fingers and, crossed. Uh, I just bought three boxes of wraiths. Hopefully, those will be useful. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Fingers, fingers crossed. Um, On a whim. I, uh, <laughs> I also really like the Hypercrypt Legion a lot. I think that's yeah. a really cool. Danny, I think uh, between us, we've been talking most sort of about Hypercrypt because it, it kind of fills my weird niche to do bizarre things. Um, yeah. Hypercrypt to let you do some some things that are kind of maybe take away some of the Necrons' lack of speed for their basic troops, right? Absolutely. So, like. It letting you like read, reap, or pull units off the table and put them in strategic reserves. Really cool. It makes units that have the deep strike ability intrinsically much more valuable because then they can, when they pull them off the table and they come back on, they don't have to come on from the sides of the board. They can come on through um, like anywhere on the table, which is extremely powerful. And then you can pull them back off the next turn if you like. Um, so, really, really good ability. Um, it really lets you kind of push assaults really far too um, and kind of threaten multiple areas because you always basically have a threat of a nine inch charge from something that's like can probably hit pretty hard like Scorpec destroyers or something like that. So, yeah, super excited. Yeah. I, I know that's I started uh, I saw GW a couple of weeks ago. They released uh, an article that showed you how to recreate battles from the heresy books in the new uh, tiny, tiny boy game. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really cool idea, so I started to listen to a lot of Necron books. Um, when I, when I, I say a lot of Necron books, I mean all three. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it what really is got, before uh, finger. Yeah, I think the four, the the third, uh, Twice Dead King is coming soon. Um, yeah. Just be a second here. Dicky wants to restart the show. He's unhappy that we've moved <laughs> past. Sorry, Dicky. Did you have any thoughts on Necrons? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I was in, I, I I read the initial codex and I was like eh no and then I read the uh, admet codex and I was like eh so I don't know they just 
They just don't have enough chaosy bits, I guess, for me. I don't know what it is. If, if you haven't noticed, Dickie is every commenter on Reddit. Uh, Danny, yeah. we're going to yeah. go into Admech in a second here. Um, but Necron's kind of got a, a lot of negativity from the old R Necron oh. Terrier. Um, okay, sure. Uh, I was going to say that real quick. Uh, my army is going to be themed after Twice Dead King and also uh, Cars 2. Um, because <laughs> it's going to be keyword Lightning McQueen where everything is going to have lightning. Uh, be fast. Then also be a queen, uh, so a lot of din-ass oh. things. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a threefer. Nice. Okay, so it's going to be a lightning, lightning wow. queen list. Yeah, you did it, John. I did, I did. But uh, at the same time, it will instantly change uh, when immortals with uh, Tesla get nerfed uh, within a week and a half. Uh, but <laughs> just maybe that one combo, and even then, I honestly don't even think it's that. It's it's really good. Okay, do, very good. do people know this combo that you guys have been spouting off in our... In yeah, our here, let's chat. talk about that for a minute, yeah. I guess. All right, so I got to play a game a, a little while ago with a new book um, against uh, another NDA holder, and uh, we, we played a game. It was it, it was it was pretty fun. Um, gave me some ideas. I, I definitely tried this Immortal combo. Um, and so what it is is the Canoptic Legion... Uh, you control certain areas of the table by controlling objectives, similar to the demon's ability, like the shadow and the warp, if if you're familiar with that. But basically, if you're in an area where you control, you get to reroll hits. So there's a score, and it's for Cryptech and Canoptic units. So Cryptech joining any unit, i.e. Immortals in this case, and it's a Plasmancer specifically, so he crits on fives. Immortals have sustained two with Tesla, and there's also a stratagem in there that says a, a cryptech unit can get the dev wounds ability for two command points, and it's a battle tactic, so an overlord can use that for free. Okay. So these these dudes shoot 20 shots that explode on fives and reroll misses. So you just reroll anything that's not a five. You're gonna get like probably 40, 40, 45 hits somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And then if they're on an objective, you re-roll to wound rolls, or just you reroll ones to wound anyway. So with dev wounds and 40 shots, I mean, that's like six right there with even without rerolls. Mm. And then with rerolls, it's like 11 dev wounds on basically anything, which is wow. really good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's super mm. good. Would you say, uh, like I said, uh, the Goonhammer review after it was posted up uh, on Reddit and a couple of the people talking, the term side grade was mentioned an awful lot. And that turned into kind of like a dog whistle uh, for the 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 geniuses of the comp community um, who, who say the it's not a side grade. It's a downgrade of a codex compared to the index. Um, sarcastically, um, my, my opinion is, Oh, does your one little twig not work anymore? Oh no. <laughs> but Danny, well, what's your take on that? Yeah. I think a lot of people didn't like that style. Although I really like that style of play, like <laughs> where my stuff just doesn't die or it dies and then it all comes back. And, the look on your opponent's face when they've accomplished nothing, it just warms my soul in like a really, <laughs> really beautiful way, John. Yeah. Because um, we were talking about and, this because I did an RTT with like a Silver Tide list. And I told you, like, I think one game I lost one unit of Warriors. And I think yeah. the problem design-wise was, was that was really fun for me as the right. player getting things back. I yeah. loved it. Uh, my opponents, <laughs> very annoyed and Taylor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Taylor. Um, yeah, I love Taylor. So, yeah. And I get why that's annoying to people and people don't like to play against that. And that's totally reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool to get some tricks to increase the damage output on in, in the army. Um, 
with some of this stuff. Uh, so it's it's cool to see Necrons maybe get some punch instead of just durability. Um, so you kind of have to leverage your uh, your slight durability increase over other people's units and kind of the resurrection mechanics with uh, maybe some increased punch, which is what I think Necron players probably wanted anyway for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, resurrection orbs is the other kind of big thing here. Back to being once a game, uh, fair or is that kind of too much? No, that's I don't care. That's fair. Yeah, if that's what the fair. war gear does, that's what it does. And like, it's a D six. It's the only way to get D six in the entire book for reanimates. So I, I think it's worthwhile. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's great. And then if you add down the reanimator, it's D six plus three. That's still that's still potentially a lot of guys. I mean, that's an average of like six or seven. Yeah, and of course we can't make full opinion until points come out. Points have not been released for that book yet, uh, but I'm sure when it was, we'll do a follow up. Oh, dude, well, just that's why we didn't do anything about it because we didn't have the full picture, so we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, you, sure. already, you already let the cat out of the bag, though, John. Genius. No, it's all right. We'll fix it in post. Uh, moving on, that is now the only new codex coming out this week. Dickie, make sure to fix that in post. We also have uh, AdMac. Huh. Let me tell you, this this font was magical Wait, on my you, other computer. Why did you drop the F bomb? What, what was the point of it? Why do you, have, John? What's with these like fucking thirsty pictures that you keep posting here? The AdMac chick. Come on, dude. F bomb is anime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so AdMac got a new book. Uh, it's kind of gone under the radar a little bit. Uh, is this just a case of AdMac players not be whiny little bitches like Necron players? I, okay, no, they're pretty, still pretty whiny. Yeah, they're they're. they're yeah. Um, <laughs> this book is it got a lot of like little changes that I yeah. think add up to a lot of big changes, but I just don't know this army well enough. I haven't even played against it, and I, I guess I played one game against it in tenth edition, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't it, it wasn't run by someone who was like super familiar with their book, mm-hmm. so. I think that there's probably some good units and some good play in here. I really like the Explorator Manipole, um, the one that like picks objectives and it gets to reroll ones to wound against units on there. Yeah. Um, uh, and like, I think that's super good. Um, the two relics that you can combine on that one, like on a unit of robots to give them like a four up impulse save and then also like plus one to hit are uh, really solid. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. I think. Yeah, last time I was gonna say, Dickie, real quick. Last time I played AdMac was at LVO, uh, where a biker chaplain tanked an entire army's worth of shooting and didn't die. Uh, which I think goes to show you that regardless of any changes, it's got to be better than where it was in January. Dickie, you were saying, (laughs) yeah, there, there's some. I, I, I've been meaning to to do a deep dive in it, uh, but and I just haven't had the time with you know fantasy being such a big deal these days. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm sure there's something to the to the army. There's gonna be that that broken combo somewhere in there. Um, I just haven't found it yet. So yeah, I'll get I'll get to it. Yeah, this so, is just a good all around army. Honestly, like yeah. some of the like all the units that got be- like there's nothing that got worse in the army. Everything got better at least so like looking at it from that in that respect and you know depending on how points end up like i guess people will have to see whether or not that's uh it's a great army or not yeah yeah would you say that kind of uh chat saying that like, there's way less admac players not seeing a lot of excitement for it um do you think that's either the robotic lack of emotion or the fact that this army has actually a pretty high buy-in cost it yeah 
It's the second most expensive army in the game, I think. I was going to say it's close. It's like less or a little less than GSC, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's expensive to get into this army. Yeah. Uh, and guys, yeah. don't meta chase. Just buy three of every unit. That's that's Ooh. literally all you have to do. Or uh, maybe a few more of those uh, shooting or Lancey uh, Walker things. Cause... Yeah, because now they split uh, the Sidonian Dragoons into two different data sheets. One with Radium Carbines and one with Taser Lances. For some reason. So, <laughs> well, because you needed more Walkers. Cha-ching. I, I actually think that that list, like a list with like 27 Walkers, Could like, be a is list. probably kind of cool. Like yeah. it, it might be secretly good just because it's really difficult to get rid of well and i'm sitting there looking at the cost of it i may have to remortgage my house in order to purchase this army <laughs> yeah they're like 60 bucks a pop right yeah i mean they're more in canadian well everything's more yes but yes yeah. yeah so so uh yeah that was it a marketing choice was it a rules choice i don't know maybe we'll see yeah was it uh, we have to have X amount of data sheets minimum and they're like, crap, we're one short. Do we have that new unit ready yet? Yeah. Like, no, uh, we made the uh, Primaris dogs uh, yeah. so we can. Yeah. It's better than like saying, oh, no, like Skitari Ranger head heads on Skitari Vanguard models are a new unit. Like something like that at least it's kind of something that's like it's a totally different role admin do seem kind of like the army that were created using a mad lib style uh, army like model (laughs) construction of you have these four basic pieces the the taco bell of armies uh but yeah i'm sure we'll have more on this when it comes out but yeah go out get your admin codex get your gm necron codex don't get the necron cards they're sold out everywhere and if you do have them sell them on ebay can make a profit off of it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Calipers. I bought it off eBay at a slightly inflated price. Uh anyway, let's it's been a while. Let's let's do some around the net. I don't know. Okay, uh, welcome to Around the Net. It's part of the show where we dive deep into the dying drivel of the internet provides. And this week, we've got about a month's worth of stuff to work through until we get sick of it and move on to eBay prices, right? Yeah. Uh, starting off with this guy here, which I found on Warhammer Competitive, which I just want to say uh, is my favorite place to just get random questions. And Danny, without context, uh, is there an easy way to explain the need to slow roll feel no pains to someone who just doesn't get it? It's to your advantage to do this. If you just want to roll them all at the same time, fine with me, but you're shooting yourself in the foot big time. Danny using the, the carpet salesman deal of, you know, it's, it's, I'm losing money on this one. <laughs> I mean, Hey, look, you know, like if you do, you do you, but like, it's definitely to your advantage to make sure that you can shrug off some of those two damage hits if you roll like one five up feel no pain against yeah. those two wounds. Yeah. Dicky, is there a reason a person wants this to happen against them? No one wants this to happen against them. Uh, this becomes very annoying as a world leaders player. This becomes very annoying. Uh, and I generally just roll all together because I don't want to be bothered. Uh, but I can understand why Danny would do it. Yeah. Danny, have you ever had an in-game situation? Wait, hold on a minute. <laughs> you're the captain of Team Canada for WTC, and you're saying you don't slow roll feel no pains? I 
So are you saying slow roll like so if I have a Wait, three are you, model? Are you the captain or the cu- the couch? I'm the couch. Oh, sorry. Couch is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, you did say couch. Um, <laughs> I am not the Canada couch. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. no, you're the Canada coach. No, he's a, he's the foot on because people pull him out <laughs> to win a Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. So um, there are circumstances like, for instance, uh, my A pound or exalted A pound. But if like it's like it's it, sometimes, man, if something's shoot suit like it's they're dead. Like I don't care how many fucking feel no pains you have. So. Uh, I'll just fast roll it then and re-roll the re-roll the successes or whatever they they generally do. Oh, yeah, that's different though. You're doing it. You're still doing it right. Yeah. Is this so? I'm sorry. Is this yeah. my my like su- summarization of this is that like somebody is just like say, oh, I got hit by ten two damage weapons. I, I failed that many saves. I failed ten saves. All right, I'm gonna roll twenty feel no pains on my two wound models. Like just all together without any kind of separation. <laughs> well, why would anyone do that? Because that's what, yeah, that's what that's what this is about. Oh, no, uh, well, I guess if, we you agree. Know, if, you, if you do the fast method of like rerolling successes, however many times, yeah, like yeah, okay, you that's oh, fine. Right. Yeah. Uh, voting people <laughs> in chat saying just only have single model units. No need to fast oh, roll. Geez. He's a fellow night king. Uh, you don't have to worry about it when Danny just makes you blow up all your own stuff anyway. Uh, moving on, uh, this next one here, I caught this on a Facebook ad and I freeze framed it. Um, this was from a Vanguard tactics, Facebook ad about their coaching services. Uh, they do partner with our sponsors of frontline gaming. So obviously use them, but, um, they've moved on to formula one style driver suits, uh, from the looks of things. So I'm asking you guys, what's going to be the next big fashion trend in competitive 40 K? Overalls, overalls with just jerseys, like you know, just tank tops and overalls. Yeah, I was gonna up. say like tank tops, yeah, or mesh shirts. Tank tops, uh, they've already been done. The Australians already <laughs> do it. We don't need. To, we need to move on. We did hockey jerseys. It was very on the nose. Uh, also, yeah. extremely hot when you're in a hot climate. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen bowling shirts before. Mm-hmm. I've seen obviously the esports stuff. Um, I've seen uh, Ranger panties. I don't know if you're familiar with that concept. I, I'm sorry, please. I, I'm sorry. I, I thought you said the term Ranger panties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a military. It's like they're running shorts. They're really, 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 really short. Later. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm hoping for some kind of banana hammock. To become banana- popular. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I want some, you know how in um, like Dungeons and Dragons Adventures and, and also like things where you go up to the, the black market street vendor and he has everything under his coat. Um, oh. I, I want to see a tentacle um, trench coat where you can open it up and you're like, oh, let me grab my dice. And you open up your coat and you kind of reach into your dice pocket. and then, But you got to hold it tight. And also you have to be completely nude underneath. Uh, but outside of that, it's it's perfect. Well, that second requirement, John, seems like a lot to ask of people, like as like a trend to develop. I think um, it's an average ask, most people would say. Yeah, I, yeah, I have a question. I'm here for this, Ronnie. Moomoos. Yeah. Let's let's do that. Moomoos. A lot of gamers <laughs> that would benefit from that kind of an outfit. I have a question. Uh, yeah. Why is this guy so happy? 
Because he just learned how to win at Warhammer 40,000 thanks to professional coaching from Vanguard Tactics, mm. which I think is available from Stephen Box himself in issues of White Dwarf now. Get the hell out of here. Really? He has a little Warhammer Tactics issue in White Dwarf. White Dwarf, by the way, really saw a little magazine nowadays. Huh. Huh. Yeah, he's just, he's a happy guy. I don't know his name, uh, but, uh, like, it's just, I, I saw that, and I just immediately thought of Formula One tracksuits, like, you know, full wrong. driver suits. Mm. Um, and I want people to wear these with the inability to pee. Uh, so when you go to the restroom during your Warhammer tournament, there's just a bunch of guys with these full tracksuits around their ankles because uh, <laughs> they haven't figured out. And then when they take like them back, they have like little pee, the, yeah. yeah, little pee stains on the butt because they had to touch the floor. <laughs> oh shucks! Yeah, uh, yeah, guys. Uh, shirt sponsorships. Uh, I just want. Uh, I think we've talked about this before, Danny. It's my dream to wear a shirt that's just so covered in sponsors. Uh, that you don't quite know who to support because there's literally hundreds on there. Fantastic, John. I would like to see that. I just want to get paid. Uh, that's all. Same. It's all yeah. out. Yeah. Always. Uh, moving on. 3D printers. Obviously putting GW out of business. Uh, this person posted this up as Elegoo One Forge World Zero. Um, one, uh, if you want to go. Uh, to this this next slide here that shows like uh, Forge World's reaction to this, uh, they just don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, they yeah. just lost all of their money, and then we we go back up now. Um, but Danny uh, Dickey, will piracy of a model that you can't use in their most popular <laughs> game system equate to a loss for Games Workshop? I mean, maybe in some way, but I just like to point out that this guy's use of the sunglasses cool emoji. When he's painting ultramarines is obviously misfounded because this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, huh. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, next up, 3D printing, ruining things again. And this time our favorite topic, the proportions of Terminators. Uh, Danny, take it away. Uh, what are we looking at here? John, I can't stop looking at his crotch. Why? Well, What's there? I Nothing. Don't know. I, I'm oh, trying exactly. to figure out if there is something. It's there like a cod piece, almost. It looks like one of those, like those rap guys, girlfriends, or something. Enhance, enhance, enhance. There we go. It looks like a mouse. It kind of does look like a mouse. I think it's. Um, I think it must be a urine receptacle. But I can't tell if there's a penis there. We call and your I, mom. I really want to urine receptacle. Does, Does he, he have, have no leg? Mom's that, one, that one leg, like no foot, no. No, no there's no. there's a, a foot, and then there's like a little veiny leg right there, and everything. Oh, it is a veiny leg, but underneath the 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 piston. Oh, downvoting people by the way, saying it's a pastry in between his legs. It's a nice. Um, oh, it's like a croissant. Yeah, like a croissant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a pierogi. Yeah, or a pierogi. A pierogi. Yeah. The sixth primaris implant is your pierogi gland. <laughs> your pierogi's gland. It makes you smell like pierogies constantly. It's perfect. But yeah, That's someone, why people love space marines so much. They just smell like good food. Do <laughs> you sitting there like, yes, this chaos cult will overtake this planet? Shit, do you smell that? That smells amazing. We're in trouble. Oh no, that's pierogies. <laughs> our only weakness, pierogies. Oh, and then also the beautiful nipple clamp. Uh, you notice that the uh, the suit of armor is screwed into his nipple. Yeah, 
That would suck. <laughs> so it's a beautiful thing right there. But this was Maybe. inspired by a piece of artwork that kind of showed their cross section of the Terminator. It was actually sent to me by a, a listener who was like, look, this is how people fit in the armor. And uh, to that, I want to go to this next slide. Yeah. And say, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new Terminator. And in case people have a little trouble finding out what it is here, I drew a little skeleton <laughs> to go on top of it there. And then when we delete this layer, we're going to see the feet end at the knees. So the models are still a terribly proportioned model. Yeah, are we sure that this guy, like, that's not a robot foot? Like it looks, it like looks like, like a robot, robot foot. Yeah, I, I like that. We're still harping on the robot foot when we're not even looking at the dimensions of the man anymore. Yeah. Let me move the little man out of the way. No, here. see, he fits in there like that. He doesn't fit in there. He yeah, did no, not no, fit no, in there. Superimpose the stick figure again, Sean. The knees are just expanded out because that's where his feet go. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, he's like a still walker still... that you see in Central Park or something like yeah, that, dude. Oh, Terminators, of course, just Danny's clowns. It's a beautiful thing. It's always Jesus. a good chance um, when we get to talk about clown shoes. Uh, moving on, speaking of clown shoes, this next one I found on the Chaos Night play age. Dude. Usually, <laughs> usually I'll blur out names uh, to save people, but this one was so good, I, I couldn't help but share it. Danny, what are we looking at? Dude, we're looking at one sick fucking night, dude. <laughs> <laughs> For the audio <laughs> listener, we're talking stick as in um, stick. This night is on, on one of those uh, mini uh, skateboards, the finger, finger skateboards. Finger boards. What are those yeah, called finger, again? Finger. Sorry, you cut out. A tech deck. Thank you. Wow. Okay. He's mm -hmm. riding a tech deck here. Um, he's ready to jam out some six moves. And this, the caption of this is, okay, so hear me out. Dot, <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Five I dot. Dude, if that thing was on a base, I'd love it. I'd love it so much. It's scary how well scaled it is to a tech deck and how well it actually fits. And it makes me want to go mount one, like steal one of my kids and can go put it on the grip, dude. He can like grip every part around the edge of the board. I mean, that guy's gonna have some moves. Well, yeah. what what I want to ask you guys are what are the sickest tricks that a war dog can perform? Oh, easy. Easy. So you know the stratagem that you can go through walls. This mm -hmm. this guy, this guy's just going through, going over walls. Ollie's right over he the building. Yeah, Ollie's kick flips over there. Yeah, yeah man, it's so good. I think Ollie's this guy could easily Ollie's grind room. his way into a ten inch charge right off the side oh. rails of one of those buildings or down one of the pipes. Yeah, plus like two inches to your pipe. charge if you're charging alongside a ruin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just run wall ride. That's the name of the rule. <laughs> Uh, beautiful. Uh, and then, what do the older, larger knights feel about the youth and their skateboards? <laughs> Those damn kids. <laughs> Those damn kids. <sighs> oh, more, more knights on kids' toys, please. I love that. Uh, moving on to a very disturbing picture. It's a thick cheat Catan. Oh, um, Danny, I, wow. uh, Vicky, I have to ask why. It's there's, there's no, no good reason. reason. What's the, what is that white stuff on the base? <laughs> uh, I believe that is snow. Well, I hope that is snow. It's uh, very from, snow. Because it is through the legs. I'm going to just enhance a little here for you guys. Thank it is you. through the legs of a town model. Um, oh, of your course, enhancement's bad. Well, oh, no, I got to. Hold on. 
Enhance. 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 No. <laughs> oh, there. there we go. Oh, perfect. Oh, it got so much more worse. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of this new take on Norman Osborn? <laughs> uh, the uh, white I, snow is really getting me, though. It, I, it I just have to ask right. uh, why. You know, great question, John. Why? 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 Uh, Danny is a longtime Necron player and kind of uh, Satan enthusiast. Uh, what are this Satan's powers? <laughs> immune to natural law right? <laughs> that's what that ass is you know like obviously and uh you know uh you think there's the, gonna be like a thick clapping of eternity i was gonna say a thunderclap style power <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trans-dimensional booty clap that's what uh dicky yeah uh, i'm gonna ask the percentage chance that there's a penis modeled on this one. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for the balls. So usually the balls would be the telltale, like in between, and I do not see them. Now, to be fair, this is probably someone who enjoys Necron lore in the story, and the Necron tier did imprison the Satan, uh, figuratively taking their balls, and in this case, maybe literally. There still could be Shaft, uh, but I think we're just. You know, no chance of impregnation. <laughs> no, uncanny ability to gather one dollar bills. <laughs> one of our one of our listeners. That's your 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 army pays for itself within yeah. five games, but your time <laughs> develops so good, di- difficult yeah. mental problems. Uh, moving on, get get off the screen. Get Thank off the screen. Uh, we have the evolution of the tactical rock, showing that when you stand on a rock, uh, you are more important. Yeah, it is uh, proven. Guys, uh, what the the thoughts on a lot of models now coming with rocks and kind of other things attached to their bases in order to kind of add grandioseness to them? I mean, I think it's pretty self-explanatory looking at this picture. Like, clearly, the guy on the rock looks way more important than the than the other guy. Like, first, first of all, do people imagine that their models are walking over the terrain that their base is on like all the time? Like and the model isn't just a cool representation of what their guy might be doing at any one given time. I absolutely believe that my um, uh, Cesaris is is picking up that corpse and moving it a couple feet with him every time, and then putting (laughs) it back down. He's trying to do some extra work. Like he took it. He took it to his other job. (laughs) He's trying to double dip. He's trying to study for for his finals and also like fight a battle. Like, (laughs) come on. Um. But we are seeing kind of like almost every model now come with some kind of basing accessory uh, over the last couple of years moving on. What are you guys kind of thoughts on that? As Danny said, they are used to more dynamically pose and kind of give yep. some more life to it. Um, but, but what I are your thoughts? I don't do it myself anymore. That's kind of my thought on it, right? Like I would just do that same kind of stuff myself all the time. So this just like saves me a step. It's great. Yeah. Will, will the cork industry ever recover now though? Yeah, they might be out of business. Uh, I don't know. I think um, I think I could do without always a rock. Maybe we can do something else uh, mm-hmm. once in a while. Uh, I know the the nids had uh, a lot of grates or industrial kind of things that they were standing on. That was really cool, actually. Um, like Death Leaper, 
uh, was on like a pipe, right? So yep. yeah, I thought that was much cooler than all the Eldar lot. are on Eldar ruin stuff. They're not yeah. none of them are really on. I mean, unless it's a part of a rock that's like you know Wraithbone or something like that. I guess. I think yeah. the only thing I don't like about it is when it kind of locks you into a um, battlefield type. So like, sure. if you if that you, is true, actually, if yeah. you set up like a beautiful snowboard and you set up these kind of things, um, and it's uh, an imperial city, um, all of a sudden to have like these Necron glyphs and, and Eldari stones and everything on the bases, uh, kind of pulls me out a little bit. I will no, that's say a very minor gripe. Most of the time, the rocks are secondary pieces to the leg, so you can actually make sure that the rock's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, like Balakor, for instance, or I'm trying to think of any of the NID models that we've just been building. There's there's no requirement. Yeah. So except yeah. for like except for like the Neuralictor. Yeah, I think the Neuralictor is the only one because it has his tail wrapped around. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think you can still have your, like, uh, like Danny said, you can still have your cork or whatever, you know, texture that you want on there that uh, can make your own, but the you're right. Time. You're right though. It, it, it does kind of set you into this. Oh, I guess I have to do, you know, rocky outcrop <laughs> bases now because of my rock base. The only one I, I, I really didn't like over the years was the one, I think the Patriarch's on. Where it's a pipe that's like, like yeah. the same size as them. Um, and because, like Danny said, for some reason, my mind goes to thinking that it follows him around like a submarine periscope. He's just really um, on that just pipe like, all the time. Yeah, yeah. the whole pipe just kind of stays. Uh, what is going to be the next big trend in basing? People are making fun of the tactical rock and all these other things. What's going to be the next big um, dog whistle moment uh, for basing? Hog whistle? Yeah. What? what okay. Uh, it's going to get people mad. Get them all riled up. I don't know. Like static grass. Oh, jeez. We're totally going back there, though. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the the thirty dollar uh, character box becomes thirty five dollars and gets two tufts of static grass yeah, in with right. it. That's quality. I like what, that. What do you guys think of the member? Have you ever seen the see through bases? So like yeah. uh so you could put your like 30s or 25s and it was a see-through base. Did you guys like that? So you could see dumbest the thing I've ever seen. It was so dumb, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh I will say uh I haven't got a sample yet, but the, the front line uh they come up with pre-printed bases. Have I did see those? that the other day. That was very interesting. Good plug. Good plug. Yeah, yeah. Like that it maybe cool. yeah. yeah. Uh pretty expensive though. Uh, I, I, I get like it. The Beamer's grass ones, those ones are really nice. I would if I really, if, if they had good, if they had better colors or colors that I liked a little bit more on like the earth, I would probably buy those for a whole army for sure. Yeah, they just came out with uh, a whole desert uh, themed uh, tr- yeah. uh, bases as well. They look really good. So, oh, yeah. Beautiful. Guys, uh, uh, that's caught up. Uh, I moved a bunch of memes that I didn't find funny anymore out of out of rotation. Uh, yep. But that's about all I want to touch on around the net. Uh, let's, let's go through some eBay prices right Notice how, they're not com- Notice how they're not complaining about the volume chat. <laughs> Somebody fixed it. Only took you a month. Fucking loud, dude. <laughs> 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 
Oh boy. My years have died from years of concerts. Uh, but welcome to tonight's special eBay prices, right? It's a special cyber Monday edition of the eBay prices, right? It was black Friday edition until I realized today it was actually cyber Monday. Um, but we are looking for the next great Warhammer price predictor. Um, our contestants will be bidding on a series of Warhammer items recently sold on eBay. I found using the search term Warhammer deals. Uh, will they guess the final auction price and win prizes? The stakes will be high as we see who knows their Warhammer and who's heading home 04 and 1. Uh, let the bidding begin on the special Cyber Monday eBay prices right. <laughs> Introduce Uh-oh. contestants. Our oh. first contestant, hailing from Moscow, Idaho. He's a law student in his final year. He might be able to pass the bar, but can he pass this quiz? It's Danny McDavid. <laughs> and then his opponent from the frozen, forgotten wastelands of Toronto, Canada. Uh, he is soulless, forgotten. He has powered his electricity using Soul. the waste tongue. <laughs> Of the animals used to feed his family. Uh, he is responsible for the terrible junk here on your TV. Uh, but can he guess how much you spent on eBay? It's Tech Priest Dickie. Well, Welcome, guys. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. That was a smooth cut uh, to the uh, something. The, something there. Yeah, perfect. So, so yeah. is Dick is the fact that Dickie is soulless, that's official lore now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really have no soul. I'm a. Oh, right. Do you like how I bring that when you finally start bringing your face out regularly? That's when I say that you're not a real person. When yeah, you're I'm the, like, the animated like, doll. But I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so welcome to to this, guys. Uh, Price is right. Are we excited to learn what people are bidding on for deals? I'm awful at this. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Okay, I love well. it. It's good. Uh, first up, we have uh, this excellent value. Factory seconds bases for Warhammer 40k AOS Necromunda. How much are we spending for a big old box of bases? Big old box of 3D printed bases, it looks like, too. Uh, factory seconds, sir. Uh, but, <laughs> but Danny, how much he's betting oh, for this? Um, look, it's not how much I'm spending for this. This is how much somebody else is spending. It's for fair. This. It's fair. Um, I would say $10. $10 for Danny. Okay. Uh, Dickie. $1. $1. All right. We're going to delete Bruce Forsyth here real quick. Is that that guy's name? Hey. Oh, Oh, Dickie got it by 12 cents. It was $9.88. Beautiful. Look at all those bases. There's certainly a collection. I wish they... As it was from Australia as well, so you know they're good quality. Sixty dollars shipping. Jeez, this is from Australia. I know, but Jim, come on. That's fair. Uh, Next up here, we have a Warhammer 40k Tau Empire army painted a twelve hundred dollar value. Wow. Painted to the same standard, I assume, eh? Well, no, you always show your crappiest model first. Draws you in. (laughs) Yeah, uh, $1,200 value. Mm-hmm. So what did it sell for? That's the that, I ask you that. That's how this game works. Oh, right, 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 right. I tried to get you. I know uh, it's confusing, man. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big dum dum. Uh, $999. <laughs> you said $999? Yeah. 
Okay, Danny, do you want to guess a dollar now? I mean, no. Oh, sweet. I'm going to guess uh, $420. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I offended him because he had a serious answer. But thank you for being right. This army is $350. Oh, come on. I and, got greedy, John, for a and, joke. An absolute bargain. Uh, $1,200 value. Yeah, yeah, like a bandit for 350 bucks. What you don't know is the commission painting is $900 of that value. Uh, moving on, uh, thanks to uh, hopefully our friends. Uh, they don't know us, but the end games. We have Necromunda, Vansar Weapons and Upgrades, Warhammer 40k, Complete Hot Sale. <laughs> Why hot sale? Why would they put a hot sale? Because I think they bought too many Vansar weapons and upgrades, <laughs> and they need to get rid of them. Uh, $25? Yeah. $25 for Danny on that upgrade, Dickie? Uh, $1? Dickie stealing it again with a $1 bid. <laughs> the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. Back at it. Danny, you still have the ability to draw level with something that is a favorite topic of yours. Uh, this next item, Old Army Chapter Approved oh, Books. Jesus Christ. I think I want, I have to go first, clearly. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. How much, how much, would, how much did someone pay uh, for what looks like uh, Beyond the Veil, Plague uh, Purge? Uh, just, and then one, two, that three. Guy, that guy at the bottom is haunting me. He's that's, looking that's, right through me. Bruce Forsyth, right? Yeah. What's that? Some of those are crusade books, right? Yeah, yeah. the bottom three are crusade. Or the bottom two are crusade books. And then far right at the bottom and then the top four are all chapter approved. Crypt Shadow saying 25. Yeah. I was going to go 30, 32. That's what I was 32. Thinking. Yeah. I don't, for no reason at all. Oh, he said he changed script, changed it to 35. So. He was unaware of the crusade books, which had value. <laughs> really? It's true. What, yeah. well, sorry, what did you, what did you, what did you bid, Dickie? 30, 32. 32. All right, I'm going to go 33. <sighs> oh, man. You got Dickied. Dickie, you got Dickie. Oh, Dickied. I got Dickied. <laughs> Be out of the there. Double D, buddy. Got the double D's. Double D's. Uh, let's Danny. This last one here either is going to tie it up or seal a dicky victory, a, a victory even. A it's going to be a Warhammer 40k Astra Militarum lot. Wow, a lot. Mm-hmm. There is a lot. It looks like a kill team box. Are there paints uh, or those models? There are some paints right painting, there. It looks like handles, are they? Maybe it looks like because it looks like they're either open or some models there. <laughs> Okay. Um, there's a command squad. There's some yeah. Tempestus Scions, a couple of blisters. So, you know, it's good quality fine cast. Hmm. All right. I'm up. So I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess $235. $235. What happened? <laughs> Stop moving them. <laughs> okay, uh, Dickie. Danny went two thirty-five. Yeah, I didn't see anything. If you stop moving it, uh, 
What's he doing with that hand? I don't he's know. He's fixing his cufflinks. Come he on. He is man. haunting though. Like, look at him. He's literally looking directly. His approaches are very strange. He was the host of the UK Strictly uh, Come Dancing. Yeah, he can. He can see. He can see right through me. Um, he looks like he wants you to come dancing down <laughs> by the hand. Yeah, the catchphrase. It was nice to see you. To see you, and then the audience would reply with "nice." Uh, so you did two thirty-five, Danny. Yeah, that's uh, a terrible I'll, catchphrase. Two, I'll do two thirty-six. Fucking dicky, son of a bitch. I'm gonna two thirty-six. Move over to the Cyberus Forsyth. Yeah, get over. Get stop looking at me. Two thirty-three. Oh, you're both wrong. Fuck. I was off by a dollar and a half, like a dollar fifty. Come on. <laughs> yes. That's the rules, bro. I don't know what to tell you. That's how the game's played, and especially when I don't have the other oh, go. Everything lined up. I need to move this guy's face. He's haunting me. Ooh. He's a beautiful man. Danny <laughs> Danny in chat saying I won in spirit. Dickie in real life saying I won in actuality. Uh, it was a beautiful game. Thank you so much for joining us. Guys, we're not quite done yet. We have listener questions that have built oh. up. Oh. Uh, built up for a while. So as I continue to talk to give Dickie time to pull up the right bumper, um, I called oh, oh, oh. The, the, best, uh, the best questions from the past couple of months for us to ask you. Uh, our esteemed and beautiful panel and our listener questions. Oh, dude, that was almost seamless. It's almost like I did tell you beforehand. Uh, so, listener questions come to us Oops, from Dickie. all shapes and colors. All of these are pulled from the Grim Cord, which is our own little personal Discord that you can get by becoming a member on YouTube or wherever, or hell, even just ask us. We'll probably let you in anyway. Uh, but what's important is that the Patreon question section is an area where you can put whatever question you want to be asked to our guests. With Russell starting with, what's the yellow? What is the yellow, really? What's the yellow? In in what? I'm, I'm not allowed to pull contextual parts from the Patreon question section, just the questions. What's Russell, the yellow? I don't know what to tell you, dude. Like I, I, I want to answer this, but I also can't. Then just answer. What's the yellow? Not blue. Oh, strong, strong. Mm -hmm. Maybe. No. Yeah, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Fair. Uh, moving on. This is a two-parter. Uh, Paul Winters answered it, but I like the answer so much that I put it up here. Uh, Bit says, is Grim After Dark the Dark Souls of 40K podcasts? To which Paul answered, because it is difficult to listen to. <laughs> um, but, true. But guys, uh, is Grim After Dark the Dark Souls of 40K podcasts? And if not, what is it uh, uh, video game version of or the podcast version of a video game what video game are we yeah That's what video game are we question yeah what video game are we yeah uh probably those stupid games that we play with people sometimes john the what are they called the uh jackbox games yeah yeah the jackbox we're the oh. jackbox, jackbox games of podcasts that's how i would refer to us i think that's uh we, I feel, are the star field of video games because spoilers, um, spoilers, we never end. We just keep repeating ourselves uh, in a creatively bankrupt way uh, when it could have been so much more satisfying. Dickie. Uh, we're kind of like uh, 
<clears throat> Did you ever play that uh, old Nintendo game, Lion King? And, and oh, I freaking love Lion King. Impossible game. Yeah, we're kind of like that. We're, yeah. Oh, really? You'll never beat us. Yeah. No, you'll never beat us. Uh, almost like we're the uh, the Genesis version of Aladdin. Oh, uh, that was also super hard. That was hard. a good game. Yeah, yeah super hard. Great game. Uh, it's actually, you can buy it uh, for Xbox. I have it on my Xbox downstairs to show my son. First, and then I gave up very gym. quickly. That, that actually, Earthworm Jim actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, actually, because it makes no sense. Moving yeah. on, uh, Kriegerbot Chads went on a question uh, wow. asking Spree. Holy shit. Um, he said, On a previous podcast, Val and Danny seem to have some antipathy or <laughs> oh, yeah, towards mm. Tyrion and cucking. Is this because Tyrion cucking Finnebar is the epitome of the Chad Ligma male grindset elves are known for? As opposed to the virgin beta male neck beard and generally small mindset dwarves are known for. Wow, yeah, I knew all some of this of is true. Okay. No, this yeah. is this is one hundred percent correct. Um, you know, look, the Chad Ligma male grind set is really what elves are known for. They're known, yeah. they're known for their cucking and their cucking abilities, um, and so they're going to continue to. He's going to Tyrion is going to continue to do that, and like. Do I think that Tyrion is a little bit of a wimp for doing it? Mm-hmm. I mean, he should just challenge Finubar, you know, just get it over with. Fight for the throne. Be the Phoenix King. I have oh. to agree with Crip Shadow in chat who commented, what? A <laughs> 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 uh, couple more questions here, uh, starting with uh, the next one from Kriegerbot Chaz. With no context needed, what is the best of the following options? Thank you, Dickie. My bad. Flesh, skin, or feet? I know how you're going to answer this, John. It's not your fault. <laughs> Just because I look like a fatter Quentin Tarantino doesn't mean I share his pleasures. But so, what's your answer then, John? Uh, give me a second here. You guys, you guys go right on ahead. I'm going to type something in here. Yeah, you give some answers. Uh-huh. What? What about? What? What are you picking, Danny? Just off the top, off the cuff. Skin. Or like talk about it for like a minute and a half. Skin or so. is the best option. Why? For so many reasons. Give me one. Okay. I'll give you I'll give you three. Okay. Reason number one, Dickie. Skin yep. is better because it's it's softer. It just feels better. Flesh, you want to like you want to reach your hand in like next to your girl and just feel a bunch of like meat like tendrils and like tendons no um, you want to feel soft now we're skin. demonetized reason number two that that skin is better than flesh yeah skin always tastes better than flesh sorry if you eat it skin is always better dude Wait, turkey skin better than turkey oh, so you're equating Are you saying, skin to like better taste pork, have like you ever had a pork skin? rind you ever had a steak <laughs> okay come on john <laughs> You saying the pork rinds are is inedible because it makes us clothes. Are you saying the pork skin is better than bacon than a steak? What about you? Wait, you would rather have a leather jacket than a steak? That's that's the shittiest data slogan I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dickie, that's what I don't care about your opinion, John. As a sigma male, I just rise above all of that. I don't have to listen to anything. Very firmer of me, or whatever the hell he was called. Yeah, I think flesh is my answer. Um, flesh, okay. you need flesh. Flesh is very important. Skin is like a secondary need. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Now you might see I 
as a happily married man, add a D, personality. Personality. Uh, so, of course, I'm going to choose feet. Uh, moving on. Uh, Mark M didn't get the memo of what kind of show we are and asks, do you feel that a 45 to 55% win rate range GW quotes is healthy actually is healthy. Should GW be aiming for a tighter spread or should the acceptable range actually be even broader given the resources available to make impactful changes to the game? Uh, well, I mean, let's break it down. Do you feel a 45 to 55% win rate is healthy? Dickie, do you mind if I talk about this for a second? Hit me. Okay. I just don't want to step all over you, man. So, all right. So, here's here's my thoughts on this. Yeah, I think it's actually a really good win range, like win range right now. I think that eventually we want to scoot towards maybe a tighter win range, but, like, I think that this is fine. Right now, the game is really fun, has great diversity, and, yeah, are there some outliers? And are those outliers not necessarily shown, like, by the win rates that GW uses? Yes, that is true. There are some armies that are better than other armies right now. That's absolutely true. But it doesn't mean that you can't play your way out of a lot of that stuff. I think most armies are really viable right now. And actually, all the armies that don't have codexes are the problem armies right now. They're the ones that are the best. Like once armies get codexes, I think that everything is going to get toned down. I think everything's going to be more fun, even more fun. And it's even going to be tighter. So I really like this direction. And while I think that we can improve it in the future, I think right now I think it's a really I think it's a really good solution. Dickie, are you kind of a fan of it being this loose, or would you rather it was a bit tighter? No, I don't think I'm a huge fan of the like that specific metric. I think there's a there. It's I think it's too loose. Um, I have no idea how to fix it, but um, I do feel like the game is in a healthier spot right now. I agree with Danny mm-hmm. in that sense. Um, I think Eldar and CSM are very good still. Um, so I think they need to be adjusted. But when I look yeah. at when I look at that that rate, I feel like if armies are within that uh, that area, I think yeah, for sure. Uh, I think, I, I think the better. problem armies right now are a couple of the Space Marine supplements that don't have code that don't have like a supplement that, that that's been released. So like Dark Angels and Space Wolves, are, Angels, are, Space Wolves. Are, are very good right now. Yep. I think Votan are extremely good right now. Yep. Like maybe venturing into that broken range. And yep. I think that uh I think that CSM and uh, Eldar are obviously not in a great place right now. I think that they need to be reined in a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh final question here, continuing the seriousness is wow. uh from our old friend Nick Horton. Uh when is the Falcon coming on to do the Christmas movie special? Next month. Yeah. I did answer. talk to him at uh, at the event about it, so he's interested. You actually talked to him about the Christmas movie thing? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, obviously. Uh, what is... What, what, <laughs> what is how is that obvious? What do you think you're talking to over here? <laughs> what do you, th- what do you think? Mr. Personality Dickie. Yeah, what, what do you think? I don't talk to my friends? Jesus. Well, yeah, but not about like a shitty podcast that you're on about a yeah, Christmas like, movie. Like, hey, how are your kids? Um, how are you? Like... No, no like I went dude. right. I went right to holiday Christmas show on Grimm. Let's talk movie choices. Uh, yeah, maybe what, what movie are we doing this year? Maybe we do Die Hard too. No, it's been as like kind of a you know an like an honor room to like Bruce Willis since he can't like talk anymore. Yeah, and also the the naked Tai Chi scene uh, is just Man, right up our alley. 
Do you remember it now? No. Oh my god! Just go watch the first five minutes of Die Hard. It's it's very confusing. <laughs> it's great. I did watch a movie on Amazon about space wizards this uh, or tried to this weekend, and it was uh, Star Wars. No, no, no. It's like literally they call them <laughs> space wizards, John. It's I'll get you that title. Beautiful. Uh, please do. Uh, I'm always down for some terrible movies, especially now that I'm freed up to actually watch terrible movies and not assign terrible movies. Um, but that's that's it. Well, we're done. Uh, I we kept you a little, kept you a little late to get that out of the way. But thank you everyone for joining us here on Grim After Dark. Uh, you can find all of our socials and way to support us at GrimAfterDark.com. We're going to be back next Monday live at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish, uh, where we are going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. And also, I think Val's going to excitedly recap his Warhammer Fantasy event. If Dickie yeah. lets him, because Dickie did a pretty good job no, recapping it already. Yeah, we're good. We, we can move on. We're good. Yeah. Uh, only 40K, uh, not even orcs. Uh, if you enjoyed yourself, check out our back catalog on YouTube. But please continue to comment on the Terminator short. It drives the algorithm so much, and I really <laughs> appreciate it. Um, but remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege and things can't get any worse, join us here and remember that it's always grim after dark. It's time to step into the grim darkness with nerds gather talking Warhammer madness. Grim after dark, the podcast with the hosts John, Danny, and Val, but they're not the most claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade. Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd. Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk, but I'm here to expose it's all just squawk. Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree. But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game in the real world, homie. We are not the same, so put down the dice, step out of the dog. It's time to live life, nerd, make your own mark. Grim after dog, the nerd's playground, talking Warhammer this, acting all profound. But when I listen, it's all just a bunch of noise. I love roasting nerds and their stupid-ass toys. Stupid-ass toys, I want to grab them. Put my hands around the neck, squeeze, squeeze, Warhammer, squeeze. Until they can't breathe or breathe again. <laughs> Tell a friend, tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>